Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Mandory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. And I'm already lost without him. See, let me do and I'm. Then we get another and I'm. <laughs> wow. Comes in there. Wow. Okay. Hope you're all enjoying the Deep Space Nine references here on the show. I know I am. <laughs> Stega, check out Star Trek TNC. Uh, it's a great podcast. <laughs> you know, we've done uh, of that show, two, mm-hmm. 200 and some odd episodes just on the regular feed and another hundred or so in the Patreon. Wow. Yeah. That's so many. It's crazy. Um, we're we've got two we've got three days left of the of the month oh shit that's right hey, it's whoa, february what's your language sorry coming in hot there are people listening that want children <laughs> uh yeah. i gotta post that call for questions that's right you do we have been uh we were gonna record last week and we got back from a weekend at disneyland and dory's throat took a turn 
And because of a, you know, Forever 35 live event in the middle of the week, we all thought best save save the voice. I basically had no voice. Right. Uh, which would have made podcasting difficult. Uh, yeah, so Dory, Dory dug into the archives, found an episode she thought was A-okay. And we reposted that. So we're back this week. Hello, everyone. And the Wednesday episode of Forever 35 this week is also going to be a rerun because... You couldn't record. Yes. Well, look, uh, we're glad you all subscribe to the Dory's Voice newsletter. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. It's like the Village Voice, but it's Dory's Voice. Dory's Voice. And it's just updates on... <laughs> on my voice. Yeah. It's not reviews of indie flicks. Uh, so, yes. What have we done since the last time we talked? A lot. We did We did go to Disneyland. We spent a couple of days there. Right? Yeah. We did... Disneyland on Saturday and California Adventure on Sunday. That's right. Dory's uh, sister was in town with uh, the husband and kids. So we combined forces to form a large party. <laughs> um, and Henry actually napped at Disneyland on Saturday. He fell asleep. I wouldn't call it he napped. He fell asleep, though, for yeah. more than 15 minutes. I think had I been... Uh, well, I did fall asleep. You did fall asleep. I was like, had I been able to just sit, I would have also but, fallen asleep. But we, and I did. We literally did that. <laughs> I literally did fall asleep. Yes. Um, but he had a great time. He really was... Uh, all that work he's been putting in on weekends with me of watching Disneyland vloggers mm -hmm. really paid off. <laughs> like when he said he wanted to go on Splash Mountain? Yes, when we first entered the park. That was the first thing we did, right? First thing we did was Dumbo. Oh, of course. Then Splash Mountain. But then he, Mountain. Did, you know, it's interesting when you go in that Splash Mountain and you're like, this doesn't have a lap bar <laughs> or a seat belt. Yeah, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, so he's so small. So I like held on to him for dear life going down the big, the big loop, the loop. That guy's no loop. It's a water ride. Come on, guys. The big drop. But he. He's now tall it. enough for almost, almost every ride. Everything but uh, he, Autotopia on his own and. Um, and uh, Incredicoaster. Yeah. And it's closed, but he's also not tall enough for Indiana Jones yet. Ah, somebody asked that the other day, and I didn't have an answer for them. Well, there's your answer. Uh, yes, so he... But he can ride Matterhorn, he can ride Space Mountain, he can ride Guardians of the Galaxy. Conquer the mountain range. And he did all those. Big Thunder Mountain. He loved them. He loved the ones that go really fast, he said. Yes. So. <laughs> like, loved. Yeah, he was really into We got a picture of him of from... We got a picture of him from Guardians of the Galaxy, and he just looks so delighted. Well, I was too. It was so funny. That ride is so funny. It's not like a funny. I mean, the, I'm not saying the content's funny, but the feeling of falling faster than gravity just makes me laugh hysterically. Mm, yeah, you were laughing. Most oh, of the I was time. cackling like some sort of a lunatic. Yeah, it's just funny. I also was like, I couldn't like. I just was like, as long as I'm laughing, I think Henry will be fine. He won't think anything's wrong oh, or crazy but he was also didn't even need me to no he did not yeah <laughs> so yeah so he likes thrill rides we hit it park park open 
uh, were we there just after rope drop? Yes, on yes. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Just after rope drop to uh, what time did we leave the park? About five five ish, five fifteen, because then we went and wow. had dinner in downtown Disney. Oh yeah. Forgot about that downtown Disney. Man, that place I don't know what the rent is there. Probably substantial. But that mediocre pizza place. They do a is printing money on the Bang in business, yeah. And I don't know if that has anything to do with the fact that the other there's a couple establishments under construction right now. And like naturally traffic just flows there or or what, but that's one of those places where you're just like Oh, there's never not an exchange of currency happening. <laughs> uh, totally. What was your review? Did you like it? Of I, I thought it was totally average. It was fine. Like, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. I also ordered eggplant parmesan for some reason. Which I'm like, I don't even know why I ordered it. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. Dory ordered chicken parm. Henry ordered a pizza. Uh, anyway that's 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 that that's neither here nor there then this past weekend of course you, uh, some of you might be following weather developments here we had uh, uh southern california had what was termed a blizzard mm-hmm. which was uh just a boatload of rain mm-hmm. and uh dory also left town yep so I had to entertain a nearly four-year-old in the pouring rain. <laughs> how did how did that work out for you? You know, he decided he doesn't like rain. What? Yeah, this is like now he doesn't like rain. It, he's I, as I said to you, he's waffling. This is a big weekend of waffling. This is bananas because he loves rain. Yes, I know. But when it was when the prospect of not watching television and going out and doing something came up, he mm-hmm. decided he didn't like rain anymore. Interesting. He wouldn't let me walk Bo. What? So I had to walk. I walked Bo literally in front of our house, back and forth, with the driveway gate open while the door front door was open. Oh, that's why he said he didn't go with you to walk Bo. No, he didn't. I was didn't. like, I, had to walk in front of him I was like, he's like, while we were just yelling to each other I from was like, the bush. Oh, so Dita left you at home while he walked Bo, and he was like, "Yeah." That is exactly what and happened. I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> he's a hundred percent correct. I left the four-year-old <laughs> in the house. I mean, look, it wasn't. I was. I was. I don't think I was ever more than twenty-three feet away from him. But uh, I. Figured. But what I'm saying is, it was annoying because he could have, I you know. I could have had him in rain gear and we could have walked Bo fully because Bo was in that mood of like, I'm not doing anything outside unless I'm on a leash because it was mm-hmm, raining. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's afraid of rain and refuses to go outside and then he won't leave you alone. So then you got to walk him. Yep. Whereas Henry won't leave you alone while he's watching Handyman Hal, his new favorite thing on YouTube. Um, so I have to go sit in the, at the table because <laughs> he's like, he just won't stop jumping on me. He told me he wants to go for a rain walk with me tomorrow. 
It's supposed to rain again tomorrow? Mm-hmm. What time? I think in the morning. It's going to rain during golf? I think so. Uh, I probably can't golf then. Why? Well, I, mean, I can golf, but I have to walk, which in the rain I don't love doing. Mm. But I say, like, yeah, whatever. I don't mind. It'll be empty. So, anyway, that's beside the point. The point is Henry like so then if we watch the tv and then don't go on a walk and then it's time for nap he's mad that we didn't go on a walk (laughs) and then Uh, i got into music class i was fighting him on music class all day finally got him out the door then the whole street was like closed from one end then when we left, um, I noticed the signal on my phone in my car was like a little weak, and I was like, "Oh, that's and then as I got further down Larchmont, it disappeared. My phone was gone. So I said to Henry, "I think I left my phone at, at music." So we turned around, and uh, I didn't leave it at music. I left it on the street. Oh my god! It was like laying face down. And in the right next to the parking spot we were in. Oh man. In the rain. So I got out of the car. I said, Up oh, there it is. Got out of the car, picked it up, turned it on. I mean didn't turn it on, but like looked at it, I was like, It's fine. I brought it in the car. And Henry's wow. like, Is it broken? And I was like, Nope. <laughs> well, that was lucky. Uh yeah. Well, because I'd I'd had it and then I could I because I, I had a jacket on. Which adds uh, too many pockets, mm. and then I don't know what pocket I've put my phone in. Yeah. So I got in the car, and then I was like feeling for my phone, and I couldn't feel it. And then I looked, and I was like, "Oh, it's connected, so it's somewhere in here." And was, no worries. And then I just kept driving, and then it disappeared. This happened to me once. I think I, I think when I like one day when I maybe like I took Henry to school in the rain, and my phone fell out of my pocket or i picked henry up i don't remember exactly what happened and it ended up that it was like kind of under the car sure (laughs) i will say that the the my jacket sometimes jacket pockets are cut very horizontally Mm. you know what i mean where there's no depth to them yes 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 so stuff falls out very easily because they're really those pockets are really just for your hands right to be warmed they're not for objects right which is deceptive. Hey. I don't like pockets in, in coats because it's like, then the worst is like if I have a vest with pockets. <laughs> when I was golfing the other day, I had my uh, hoodie on mm-hmm. with a pocket and I had like my keys in there. Then I had my vest on with pockets and I had like my wallet in there. Then I had a zip up on that had like my golf tees in it. Oh and I was like three, it was three layers of pockets and it was, I was very confused as to where everything was. Anyway, I hope you like my exciting pocket story. Um, we had a big, some, we, well, it was interesting this afternoon when I was putting Henry to getting Henry ready for nap. Mm-hmm. He said, I want to wear underwear for nap. And I was like, Okay. Mm-hmm. And so right before I said, okay, well, if you want to wear underwear to nap, you have to potty before nap. Okay. And he was like, but I don't have to. And I was like, well, you have to try. And mm-hmm. then lo and behold, he did pee. Right. And he went to bed 
and he woke up dry. Nice. I mean, he's been waking up pretty dry lately. Yeah. So, like, but I just love that, like, he was like, I want to wear underwear to nap. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's cool. These are the kind of things we work on while you're gone, you know? Mm. Yesterday, it was no nap. I know. Yesterday, he wanted to relax on the couch. <laughs> we'll wax. <laughs> and I was like, do you want to put your, do you want to put your diaper on while you're, we're waxing? He's like, no. And then he laid in various positions on the couch while not napping. <laughs> and then, like, I had gotten him to bed at, like, previous evening. I think I left his room at, like, 8.45 or something. Oof. It was, like, one of these, like... That is late. One of these long delays Yep. where he decides he's hungry after the bath. Mm-hmm. Then he decides he doesn't want to put on his the pajamas he picked out. Then it's mm-hmm. like a whole other that he wants to, to, you know, give Bo a greenie. Once Bo gets home, like if Bo's came home from the chateau late. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it was endless. But he did read, he read me all three books. He read me Chicka Chicka. Oh, he did. Yeah. And then he read me Alphabetical Sydney. And then he read me Counting Your Way to Maine. He has them memorized. He's he's not. Yes, no, he's not reading, reading because honestly, he's reading faster than I can turn the pages. <laughs> um, but then I put him to bed, and I got out of there at eight forty something, and then I just was like, I just laid on the couch and fell asleep for the night at like nine. And then when I went last night, I went to the Goldberg's rap party. And Dory was still out of town, so I had to get a hold of a babysitter. Got a hold of Katie, which you managed to do by yourself. Katie came and saved (laughs) saved my saved me from myself. (laughs) And then when I got home, because I was like, I need could. uh, She's like, "Well, what time do you you need a babysitter?" It was like five thirty to ten thirty was my guess. I got home at ten twenty. Great. Was I was I was correct, and uh, I was like. I was like, "What time did uh, time did you put him down?" She's like, seven fifteen. I was like, "What?" <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, I don't take any crap from him." <laughs> I was like, "Huh?" You're like, as Taylor Swift said, "I'm the problem. It's me." I guess so. <laughs> uh, she doesn't. I love Katie. That's why she doesn't take any crap. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> It's funny. It's like, uh, <laughs> um, he told me, I said, what time did Katie get here last night? He said, I don't know. And then I said, did she put you to bed? And he goes, yeah. And I said, did she give you a bath? And he goes, yeah, but Katie makes the water hot. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know. I don't like the water hot. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, most people do like, their baths to be warm. <laughs> Henry loves pouring cold water on his face and head. Uh, um, that's funny. Anyway, um, we should take a break. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. We'll be right back, everybody, with you people who have generously emailed us. We'll be back. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombus just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back. Uh, just a reminder, you can email us at Dory and Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail and call or text us at 413-461-BABY. Um, all right. This first email is in response to the caller from a couple weeks ago who said that um, she treats her only child as though they are not an only child. Um, all right. Hi, Matt and Dory. I wanted to respond to the listener who said that people with only children should treat their only children the same as multiples, like not bringing them a hat or cooking separately for them. I have a two-year-old and we're on the fence about a second, 80% sure we won't have another. There's no specific reason to not have another. We don't know of any fertility issues, have solid finances, love being parents, no birth trauma. 
We just like the three-person dynamic, and we fantasize about a time when we can all just quietly read our separate books on the couch. We also live in a vibrant city, and it's great to spontaneously go to museums and nice restaurants. Anyway, I really disagree with the listener about not giving an only child more choices. Part of the reason having an only child appeals to me is specifically because I can focus all my energy on one kid. I love being able to make her favorite meals or take her to the dinosaur exhibit because that's what she's really interested in at the moment. My mom always says that she genuinely enjoyed making separate meals for me and my brother because it made her so happy to see us enjoy her cooking. I think if you don't want to make separate meals or go home to pick up a hat, that's 100% valid, but it's not a morally better choice or better for the kid long term. As Dory smartly pointed out, kids spend most of their time with very little control over what they do. Life is hard enough. I don't think indulging kids in their interests and preferences, quote, spoils them. I still think so fondly of all the incredible meals my mom made for me throughout my childhood. I actually think that people really fear spoiling kids, but there's probably more danger in not giving kids enough love and attention than in spoiling them. Just my two cents. As an aside, my almost 26-month-old has gotten weirdly obsessed with the Sleepy Time episode of Bluey. She started wanting to watch it on repeat like five times before bed. Luckily, we found out there's a beautiful illustrated book version of the episode, so we can read that instead. So strange. Mm, Dual streaming income. Way to go, Bluey creators. (laughs) Anonymous in 2,000 square feet in Philadelphia. Two TVs. Not sure how big. Zero hot dogs so far because I only like them grilled. My husband steams them, which feels gross to me. Dory used to live in Philadelphia. That's true. Would you consider it a vibrant city? Yeah. Never heard it described as such. I would consider it a vibrant city. Great. I just wanted everybody's input, okay? Okay. That's fine. It's a vibrant city. I mean, what is a vibrant city, really? There's a lot of... There's a there's a thriving cultural life in Philadelphia. Oh, I mean, yeah. Museum, and, museums are great there. Museums. And, uh, lots of performing arts. There's great restaurants. When I think of a vibrant city, though, I feel like I only think of Manhattan. Mm. Well, maybe that's on you. I guess so. Like, even London, like, feels vibrant during the day, but at night it feels like a ghost town. Mm. Interesting. Anyway, and Vegas is uh, fake. Vegas is fake. <laughs> Doesn't count. Um, all right. We have a voicemail. Mm. Chef Ryra's, it's Katie Shenton. On a Monday morning, pausing the pod, wise words from Dory, not everything has to be a lesson. Hmm. Boom, mic drop, yes, Dory. So the caller was talking about how, you know, having an only child but not treating them like one, blah, 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 blah. Yes, totally agree with you, Dory. And I had to call because this caller thought that if she had three kids, she would not be making three separate meals. And, well, I'm here to tell you that, yes, I had twins and then another one. And, yes, there were many nights that I made lots of different things just to get through the night. And I'm here to also tell you that they are adults, almost adults and adults now, who eat everything. So it happens eventually. I did not put pressure on myself to make it happen immediately, and I gave myself a lot of grace as a new mother. And I don't know. I think I did a decent job. Okay, I love you guys. Bye. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm always like, I'm more apt to make a thing for Henry than even Dory is at dinner. Because my whole thought process is like, who cares? <laughs> mm. 
you know, like when he wants like a whatever raisin toast or something at night. Mm-hmm. Like, is it that much of a who who brouhaha to put toast in the toaster oven? Probably not. So I usually, I'll usually do it. The story says not to. Then I don't do it. Thank you. I'm glad I could be here. Thanks. Thanks, Daddy-O. You're welcome. <laughs> um, all right. Let's hear another voicemail. This one's a long one, just FYI. So everyone settle in. Five minutes and 39 seconds. Whoa. Maybe the voicemail world record. That's pretty close. Here we go. Hello, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. My name is Megan. I have been listening to you guys Good for, accent. I'm on board. I think about, I want to say five, maybe six months maximum. I wish I knew exactly when I started listening. Um, but I'm a completist, so I listened to you from the very beginning. I actually oh heard God. about you um, from another podcast called Big Fat Negative that I was listening to. Um, and I started to listen to you guys from the beginning and just got hooked and um, have been dealing with secondary infertility for about a year and a half. And um, I've been really excited to get caught up um, and get live so I could send you guys a message just to tell you how absolutely profoundly you have impacted um, the last few months of my life and how much easier you've made um, dealing with specifically with the the two IVF cycles that I have just gone through. Um, as you well know, it can be a very scary and stressful and lonely experience. And having you guys and the community to learn from and just to have people who are going through what you're going through or have been through it and come out the other side has been just a game changer and so comforting. Um, and, and frankly, some days just filling the filling the void, filling, um, filling up some of that space that would otherwise be left for anxiety. So I just, I really have been so excited to get caught up so I could send you a message and just say, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Um, I wanted to respond to a signal from last week. Um, one of your listeners had emailed in about, um, I believe she was has one child and is trying to figure out what to do with some embryos, um, probably thinking that they're, they're going to be one and done. Um, and she had specifically asked if anyone had changed their mind about having a second. And I wanted to say me. Um, we had our first son in 2018 and had pretty difficult pregnancy. Birth wasn't great. Um really struggled with breastfeeding and the first six months um, of being a new mom. Um, had some, some traumatic stuff in the first year with my family. Um, and really, I think the second year of his life, we just felt like we were catching our breath and um, starting to feel somewhat normal again. Um, and the thought of having a second child just felt really overwhelming. We were also a bit older. I was 38 
um, just about to turn 38 when I had um, my son, Sam. Um, and so we decided we were well and done and we were pretty committed to that. We either donated or sold all of his gear and clothes and stuff. Um, and then he got a bit older and things started to get easier and I started to feel like I just had more love to give and more capacity and I wanted some more joy and craziness in the house and we started. Hang on. Things started to get easier and that's when she decided. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I don't, I admire this. Continue. Started trying for a second um, and have had a really hard time and, and are still going through IVF currently trying to have our second. So I would say if you're even slightly on the fence, um, I'd say I was probably 80% plus sure that we were going to be one and done. Um, and then something happened, you know, I think right around the time that he turned three and then three and a half and then four things just got easier overall. I think they get more independent. They're a bit easier to reason with and you start to feel like you've got your life back, which I think can go one way or another. I think some people start to feel like, okay, we've got our lives back now. We don't want to go back and start over. (laughs) For us, it went the other way and I um, decided that I would really, really like to have a second. Um, So I'd say hang on to those embryos for a few years. Um, just in case you do change your mind. So, um, so again, um, this is Megan. I am in the Tampa Bay area, kind of in a, a rural um, suburb of Tampa Bay in Florida. Um, a lot of my and, and 1,700 square feet. We have two TVs. have no idea how big they are. The one in the bedroom is embarrassingly small. <laughs> um, the living room... Oh gosh, I'm not even going to guess, but it's not huge. Um, no hot dogs for me this year. I would guess my husband has probably had two hot dogs. Um, <laughs> That's very specific. And in this 1700 square foot house, we have myself, my husband, our almost five year old, and two dogs. We have a cockapoo named Maggie and an English cocker spaniel named Max. Mm. So I think I, I think I got everything. Okay, thank you again, you guys. I. Love you, and um, yeah, I'm going to keep listening. Thanks, bye. Uh, glad you're on the hook, Megan. Sorry you had to listen to that rerun, which to you was very recent, because <laughs> you've been listening to this for six months and are now uh. caught up. Uh, good luck on the decision to uneasy your life. <laughs> <laughs> Things got easier. So I decided to make them not as easy. Well, you know, I respect that, honestly. Yeah. I I, I was surprised that she's in Tampa because of her accent. You know, people can go to different no. places. No. Yeah, no, I, I'm telling you. What? Yeah. I've never heard of such a thing. I, myself, uh, used to live, uh, you know, a couple thousand miles from here. Oh, me too. Weird, right? Yeah, that is weird. And now we have roots here, and Henry's stuck here. Yep. I was talking to David Gracio last night about his, I was asking him about his daughters. I was like, is your oldest finishing up 
college. She went to college in Boston. He's like, yeah, she's done this year. I'm like, oh my God. And then we were talking about Henry. I showed him a couple pictures and then he started laughing. And I was like, what are you laughing? He's like, he's like, I just started thinking about how much more time you have ahead of you. <laughs> how much more work it is. Thanks, David. And I was like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> Uh, well, all right. Then he, when we started talking about sleepaway camp, and he's like, embrace it. Just forget it. Send him to Maine. <laughs> See? He gets it. Uh, <laughs> all right. That will bring us to another break. We'll be right back after this. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, we're back, and we have emails. Okay, we have an email from Nicole, um, who said we could condense the uh, her story. It is quite long. So basically, they were doing IVF because of her husband's low sperm count, low motility. She did three retrievals. Been there. Um, First transfer was a chemical. Been there. Next six six transfers didn't work. Mm. They did all the tests. Only thing that it showed was that um, she needed more progesterone. They never recommended PGS testing because she was, quote, so young. She had just turned 31. Um, in 2021, they transferred their last two embryos. She got pregnant with one. She was having bleeding issues her ob said she had placenta previa she's measuring a week behind she went to an uh, maternal fetal medicine high-risk doctor at 21 weeks um they said they did an ultrasound and said there was a chance the baby could have skeletal dysplasia um then her water broke um and she ended up delivering when she was 21 weeks and five days and the baby did not survive. Um, after that, her OB suggested uh, getting a second opinion at another clinic because we did so many transfers before getting pregnant. Also PGS testing her embryos to know they are quote normal. So I would never, so I'd hopefully never have to have another amniocentesis again. Um, they've done another retrieval. They've transferred two out of the three, Euploid embryos with no implantation. Current RE also did another saline sonogram, another ERA, an Emma and Alice test. Don't even know what those are. All have come back perfect. We have tried priming with Lupron. I've taken Lovenox. We are to the point where I want to try to transfer two embryos again in hopes that one will stick like last time. My new RE has agreed to another retrieval and transferring two embryos as a closure cycle, but then wants me to look into surrogacy. Mm. I don't know if we can afford surrogacy as we've been paying for all of this out of pocket because my insurance doesn't cover anything fertility related. I should also mention that I've had to be seen by many doctors for unexplained inflammation. 
Nobody seems to have a reason for its cause, but it has shown up in different parts of my body, wrists and eyes. My RE doesn't want me to do a transfer cycle while being on steroids. She says the science doesn't support it. Guess I'm writing in to see if any eggheads have any recommendations for recurrent implantation failure, unexplained inflammation, and surrogacy. Thank you so much for all you do. Your podcast has helped me in some very hard times. I wouldn't wish infertility on anyone, but it makes me feel like I'm not alone. Sorry for the very chaotic lengthy email. I'm wishing you all very happy, healthy 2023. Nicole, a 35-year-old female, recently moved to 2,400 square feet in upstate New York. One 46-year-old husband, zero children, one cat, zero hot dogs so far this year, four TVs, wow. one 23-inch, two 42-inch, and one 65-inch. That was my husband's idea and is his prized possession. Hmm. Um, oof, Nicole, you have really been through the ringer here. So science doesn't support you doing a transfer cycle while on steroids. What does that mean? I would. Does that mean that science has determined that that would be a less effective cycle? Or is your RE like, there aren't any studies on this. <laughs> Right. Well, here's what I I personally would do at this point. Mm. I would consult a doctor who um, has who specializes in these uh, in like anti-inflammatory. Um, I'm not explaining this well. Inflammation. So you're looking to treat the root symptom yeah. here yeah that would be my suggestion but i'm not a doctor um and i'm curious to hear what the eggheads think so the egg signal has gone out and hopefully we can get some answers for you yes i hope okay um matt do you want to take this text sure uh i'm here quickly Second, all of your sleep training advice for the mom of the 10-month-old. And to add, if you are giving bottle and breast when she wakes, wean her off of it. Right around that same age, my daughter, who had always slept through the night, was having similar wakings to what this listener is experiencing. And my sister, pediatric nurse practitioner, told me she won't sleep through the night until she stops getting boob when she wakes up. Sure enough, when she would wake, I would send my husband down with a cup of water instead of me going down. And the wakings quickly stopped, or at least she didn't cry for us. When she woke, she should be feeding well enough at 10 months to go without night feedings. But of course, talk to your doctor. If you're concerned, good luck, Veronica. Okay, good advice there. We love texts that support us. <laughs> we sure do. Tova, do you support us? Let's find out. Doing a bit of catch up and thought I'd pause the pause while listening to plays the thing because I hear you, Matt, on the Dora music. Thank you. She hates it. Somebody else supports it. Sometimes it comes on my Spotify, Spotify and I have to turn it off immediately. Some of that kid's music is like nails down the chalkboard for me. So I thought I'd give you some recommendations or for some music we love here that don't make me want to cry. That's uh Teeny Tiny Stevie's, an Aussie band. Music's very sweet, all about emotions, being helpful, healthy eating, inclusivity, things like that. Uh, ABC, you know, it's funny. Is we had uh, Henry in the car today. I had Henry in the car this morning. And we just listened to the Shins playlist. And he, like, 
was just was just grooving. Nice. Telling me which which lights were out. <laughs> he did get to. Oh my god, when we were in Glendale, he was like, "Did it? Did it? Did it not rain here?" We're like, "Yeah, of course it rained here, bud." He's like, "Well, their lights all work." Their traffic lights work. Oh my god! And I was like, "Yeah, it doesn't always mean that the lights are gonna not work." <laughs> he's like, "He's like, yeah, okay." And then he like, then we're at the park. We're at this park in Glendale, and he goes over to the dumpster, and there's a there's an Athens uh, recycling bin. Uh huh. And it, he's like, he's like, what? He's like, Dita, Dita, this is L.A. This shouldn't be here. Dita, why is this here? Glendale, Glendale, Glendale doesn't have this. And then as we were driving, he's like, I saw another one. He's like, okay, Dita, you keep driving. I'll t- I'll let you know when we don't, when I don't, when I when I don't when I see L.A. City Resource. <laughs> he well, he asked me. He said, Mama, have you been to Glendale? Did he asked you this today. Yes, and I said yes, I have. And he said. Because, you know, their garbage bins are different than ours. And also, I saw an Athens bin. He told me that yeah. he saw an Athens bin. He sure did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, boy. More recommendations from Tova. ABC Sing Song. There's words, 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 letters and numbers. Very short, catchy songs. They have animations with them, too. But we listen on Spotify and we listen a lot. They might be giants for kids. Here comes the ABCs and hero. here comes one, two, threes. I'd like to recommend a little Kiwi show called Kiri and Lou. Short claymation. It's very gentle and sweet. Speaking of New Zealand comment, there's a great comedy called Wellington Paranormal, created by Taika Watiti and Jermaine Clement. That might be up your alley. Up your alley. That sounds like it would be up my alley, actually. And man, I want to pull up, pull, pull you up on your pronunciation of ibis. Uh, it's pronounced like Isis. I, I, I do pronounce it ibis. I do now. I, I used to not. Mm. But I do now, since I heard some, I was watching, I think it might have been Bluey. Mm. And I said, I was like, oh, that's how you say it. Uh, we call them bin chickens here, and I think they appear in Bluey as that too. Yes. Also, another listener was talking about clock-related content for their toddler in a previous episode. My nearly four-year-old absolutely loves clocks and time. He got a VTech digital watch for Christmas and loves it. Has analog and digital time as well. Functions, other functions like a camera, timer, games. Oh my God. <laughs> he also loves things like egg timers, stopwatches, clocks, and puzzles. Graduated from chunky kind to the 25 piece uh, one. Uh, he also loves watching countdown timers on YouTube. Oh my God. That's crazy and the best child way possible. That's me editorializing. <laughs> uh, thanks for all you do. I got pregnant from IVF around the same time as you, Dory, and your podcast has been a great help and comfort during the extremely stressful, stressful process. And the current one and done talk is very relevant right now and helping me come to terms with that, too. That's Tova in Australia. Two adults. One science baby in 131 square meters. 1,400 square feet, she thinks. Uh, not enough space because too many hobbies. Uh, and no inbuilt cupboards. Well, Dory loves storage. She'd be upset too. No pets. 60-inch OLED. Largest recommended size for the room. <laughs> or else my partner would have gotten a bigger one. No hot dogs. Couple of Bunnings. Those are Hammer Barn snags. We know Hammer Barn. They went there on Bluey. Season 2. Episode 2. Thank you. Oh, boy. 
Um, okay. We have, we have a little uh, switcheroo here. We're going to read this text, uh, a different text than the one that is in the document. Okay, switcheroo. <laughs> Hi, hi, long-time listener here. Random question. After hearing you guys talk about the Lug guitar for kids, I bought my daughter one for her birthday. Since then, my husband started playing uh, said three-string guitar more than my three-year-old. So with Father's Day somewhat close, wondering if Matt has a good acoustic guitar rec for a first-time left-handed player. He's fairly good at playing any instrument by ear. Anyways, no hot dogs so far this year. 2,000 square feet in New York City with a husband and a three-year-old science baby. One on the way. Prayer for Lee because being pregnant at 45 is kicking my butt daily. Sadly, our building doesn't allow pets, but if it did, we would definitely have a pup small enough for medium-sized poop to clean up. Um, I'm wondering if he's getting getting used to this, the, the, the other child guitar and if that is like a right-handed tuning or something oh is he playing it upside down oh interesting that's a question you know a couple players do that off the top Mm -hmm. of my head baby face Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he does that he plays like that albert king great blues player he played upside down as well no flipping of the strings um but yes i would say my first acoustic guitar was an Ibanez performance, which was fine. Uh, I loved it because it was mine. But in my later years, I found that uh, Yamaha makes fantastic beginner guitars for a decent, cheapish price. Well, there you go. Like I think Yamaha makes, like dollar for dollar, Yamaha build quality is probably the best as far as I'm concerned. Wow. On the on the lower end, on the on the entry guitar point. Okay, well, you heard it here first. There you go. Yamaha. Um all righty. But you didn't see that coming. Um Sierra just wanted to let us know that my husband surprised me with a box of chocolates on V-Day. It wasn't until I finished half the box that I saw it was from Serenade Chocolatier in Brookline, Massachusetts. Had never even heard of Brookline till this podcast, but the best part, it's vegan chocolate. Mm. Stats, thousand-ish square feet, two old TVs, no idea the size, but small. Two adults, one science kiddo, one cat, no hot dogs, ick. Doesn't that sound like something that's definitely on Harvard Street? I believe it Mm. is. Did you look it up? Is it really on Harvard? Yeah, I looked it up. (laughs) Um, It's in Brookline Village. Of course it is. I've never been there. It's so funny. It just sounded like a place that would be there. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's right next to Baja Betty's. Yep. I've never been there either. How long has it been there? I think it's been there a while. Yeah. It doesn't look unfamiliar. Wow. Look mm-hmm. at that. I know. Learn a new thing every day. That's so funny that it's exactly sort of where I thought it would be. Yeah, you nailed it. Well, I went to I went to I went to college around the corner. We're gonna now close the college. <laughs> uh spent a lot of time. Baja Betty's was like Oh, this this is probably good. And then you're like, oh no. I'll just walk a little further and go to Anna's. Mm. Uh no offense, Baja Betty. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Apologies again about last week. Um, Thanks for bearing with us while I recuperated. 
And just a reminder, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash excellent adventure. We're very grateful to our Patreon supporters. And if you support us at the $5 level or above, you also get your name read on the podcast each month and the back catalog of Patreon episodes. So thank you to the following supporters. Carolyn Crampton. Carolyn N. Carrie Muller. Casey Rowe. Chinami Worth. Corinne Morgan. Cynthia Meisner. Diana. Diana Robinson. Dona Gomez. Dr. Beverly Crusher. Edwina Goodingham. Elena Palling. Ellen. Emily. Aaron Good. Aaron Riley. Aaron Turley. Frederick Rob. Brand Ambassador for Dura Sisters Forehead Ridge Cream made with genuine targ horn paste. Freya. Greta Truitt. Heather Hanley. Hendrick. Jackie G. Jennifer Sika. Jennifer Steele. Jennifer Fick. Sorry, Jesse, Jenny Fick. Jesse Hendricks. Jessica Manolovich. Joanna Rao. Julia Schulenberg. Julie McLaren. Julie Phillips. Kane McCall. Caitlin Donahue. Karen Thickershi. Kat C. Kate Marcinowski. Uh, Catherine Lene. Catherine Shimmons. Katie Allen. Katie Regan. Katie Suvagian. Christopher Fonagy. Laura Dodge. Laura Elliott. Laura Valls. Lauren Schultz. Lindsay Gish. Linnea Wynn. Lisa Travis. Liz P. Lynn Nugent. Marina Breed. Martin Hedegard Peterson. Mackenzie Erickson. Megan Brooks. Megan Nelson. Melissa. Meryl H. Mike Zydek. Mike, Kim, and Leo. Molly. Mariah Adamic. Nancy Powell. Nicola Hill. Nicole B. Nikki Bossert. Narantha. Pamela Wong. Patty. Curry. Curry. Paul Sharp. Paula. Rebecca Posey. Robert Hamilton. Robin Kay. Sadie Massa. Sarah Dauberman. And Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Friedman. Sarah L. Sarah Lavelle. Sarah Swift. Scarlett Kaufman. Sherry Olson. Simone Van de Winkle. SJV. Stephanie Genevieve. I'm sorry. How many weeks of names is this? Two weeks. Wild. Thank you all for supporting the show. Uh, Steve Harcourt. Susan Gross. Tanya Lamos. Tanya Kay. The Holderman Clan. The Kembles. Tracy Jury. Valerie Green. Virginia McFeely. Whitney Hoffman. Anonymous. Aurora and Zelda. Ainsley. CJ. Crescent Martin. Danielle Nusiforo. Deanna McLean. Eleanor Powell. Elizabeth Brandt. Elizabeth Kay. Elizabeth Konami. Ellen uh, F. Uh, Emily Harden. Aaron Alana. Jane Ennis. Jen Brennan. Julia from Germany. Justine Adamek. Katie Davenport. Kiara Holt. Laura Bennett. Laura Madge. Lauren Cefalo. Or Cephalo. Cephalo. Lydia. Mara Fast. Mary Messick. Mom. Maude Tremblay. <laughs> Melanie Braunbeck. Nicholas Skidmore. Pamela Carpenter. Pat Macheski. Phoebe Boone. Samantha. Shauna Mandel. Susanna Perez. Vanessa Ferguson. And Zoe Lawrence. Thank you all so, so very much. Uh, your support means the world to the unemployed me. Thank you. All right. If you're in the Patreon, head over to Dory's Post. And ask a question because we got to record those. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye.